Blog Talk Radio. Hi, greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, coming to you live from the United States of America, USA. America the Great. America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, America, yes. Well, I just want to wish everybody a happy, happy, and a prosperous new year. Um, All the greetings from uh, the host of the Army of God. God has just been with me for um, a long time And I've been very busy, and God is just blessed and blessed and blessed. So I've been off the the line just working and just really, just, just really, really just, just just handling my business in the background, handling lots of ministers' um, business and just personifying the greatness of God, you know. And I, I really thank God for just, just being who he is and, how he's blessed me and how he's kept me and, um, you know, and I know he's keeping you and and I just want to thank everyone for your support of last year. And I do have, um, I do have, uh, you know, a report of the Lord to give to you um, as to what has happened, uh, annual report. I will be doing that. Um, Today's broadcast is going to be, coming from the book of Isaiah, chapter 45 in its entirety. And um, I'll also be talking about how to grow your hair naturally, along with doing, as I said previously, all of the annual reports I have to do. Um, I just got a a message from the um, federal uh, government, and I need to um, take care of, of those things that are um, needed to be taken care of. So, amen. So, you know, you know, you have to report, you know, and time just goes so fast, you know. So, again, we're, we're coming to you live from the United States of America. Again, my name is Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi. And, again, I just thank God for each and every one of you supporting me. And um, uh, uh, yeah, so um, wow, I love this. There's so much updates and, and things, you know. <laughs> Every time I come back online, it's, it's just it's just absolutely amazing to see, um, you know, how God is working it out. Uh, now we're, you know, artificial intelligence, um, amazing. So here we go. So as we as we look to the hills from whence cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord. He is the maker of the heavens and all the earth. As I said, I, I have a report that I have to give, annual report. I, I have to do this. I got a, a letter via email by, and, and they also send me regular mail too, um, from the um, Federal uh, Election Commission, and I, I want to um, I have until the 31st of January 2024 
to respond and to, to give the report. So I'm going to go ahead and do that um, urgently. <laughs> you know, you don't want to get in trouble, you know. Um, you know, when, you know, you're you're part of the system, which I am a part of, and, and I, I thank God, you know, for America and everyone that's in America. I thank God for, for you all. Uh, America is just a melting pot of so many different nations, and, and I thank God for each and every nation that's representing, that represent America. It's made up of a lot of different people, different culture, different backgrounds, and and um, you know that's why America is so great. Um, you know, it's 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 not we're making uh, as John F. Kennedy, um, our president of the United States, many years ago, uh, he coined the phrase to make America great again. But America was never, um, you know, not great. You know, because of the people. It's the people that makes this country so rich and so great. And uh, although not perfect. No, by by no means is America perfect, uh, but it's it's one of the best um, um, model that we have, you know, in the world, you know, to help so many countries and so many people. So again, uh, we're going to start with prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this day, uh, for an opportunity to bless and to praise your holy name. Uh, uh, as we read Isaiah chapter forty-five. And as we talk about hair growth and as I give the report of the Lord and the annual report uh, of my King's service and all the plethora of um, opportunities you've in my hand to be steward of, I thank you and I bless your holy name. Bless your people everywhere this new year, 2024. In Jesus' name, I pray. So um, we're going to begin with the scripture reading and it's taken from Isaiah um, 45 and I do read in in its entirety because I then break it down and but I don't know if I have time to break it down. I'll just read the whole thing and then um go right into the other reports that I have to do. I have to respond to the federal election commission and um yeah, and I, I thank God that they write to me and keep me you know up to breath as to what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and keep me um, all squared off and squared away. Um, so it says, and I, I put my name there, you know, it says um, uh, the, to the archbishop um, is um, God's instrument. So verse chapter 45 says, thus says the Lord to his anointed, to the archbishop, Dr. Marcia, Karen Smith, Abram, Valmasi, whose right hand I have held to subdue nation before her and loose the armor of God, loose the armor of kings. I get so excited when I read God's word, so let me slow it down. To open before her the double doors. Now, I don't know what that double doors is, but I'm asking the Holy Spirit to to let me know what what the double doors uh, means here. But so that the gates will not be shut. So that the gates will not be shut. Verse 2 says, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gate of bronze and cut the bars of iron. Okay? Um, So 
we're going to turn the page, and, and I'm reading from the uh, King James Version and also the New King James Version. Um, this is a woman's study Bible that I'm reading from. So verse 3 said, I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel, for Jacob my servant's sake, and Israel my elect. I have even called you by your name, and have named you, though you have not known me. I am the Lord. And um, it says here, there is no God beside me. I will gird you though you have not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun to the settling down of the same, till it's setting, the sun's setting, that there is none besides me. I am the Lord. Amen? And there is no other. I formed the light and and created darkness. God is saying that it is he, God, that form light, the sun, you know, the moon, the stars. He formed light, light of day, light of night. And also he creates darkness. And I make peace and create calamity. God himself make peace. God himself also make calamity for his divine glory and purpose. Amen. Everything that God created is for his perfect will to be done. Amen. Praise God and bless his holy name. I, the Lord, do all these things. Rain down, you heavens, from above, and let the sky pour down righteousness. Let the earth open and let them bring forth salvation and let the righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe to him that's with his maker. Let's strive with his maker. Uh, let the pot shared Strive with the potsherds of the earth. Say the clay, shall the clay, I'm just too excited. I need to calm down. I'm going a little bit too fast, but uh, forgive me. Um, Shall the clay say to him who forms it, what are you making? Or shall your handiwork say um, he has no hands? Woe to him who say to his father, what are you begetting? Or to the woman What have you brought forth? Verse 11 says, Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and her maker, okay, ask me of things to come concerning my son and concerning the works of my hand. You command me. This is God talking, and he's talking to you. God is saying, you command me. So he's talking to me at this moment because I've been saying my name in, in this scripture, right? So God is saying, command my hand. So I'm saying to God, if it's your perfect will, let it be done. I command you, Lord God, to help me on this day to uh, raise $500. Verse 12 that I have made the earth and created man on it. I, my hand, stretched out of the heavens and all their hosts, I have commanded, I have raised him up. I have raised 
her up because I am a female, so I will raise her up in righteousness, and I will direct all her ways. She shall build my city and let my exiles go free, not for price nor reward, says the Lord of hosts, the Lord of salvation. So I'm going to read, continue reading. Just give me five more minutes and we should be finished with the scripture. Um, so verse 14 says, Thus says the Lord, the labor of Egypt and the merchandise of Cush and um, so this is all of Africa, basically, okay? And the sea beans, men of statue, shall come over to you. They shall be yours. They shall walk behind you, and they shall come over in chains. They shall bow down to you, and they will make supplication to you, saying, surely God is in you. There is no other. There is no other God. Truly you are God who hides yourself, O God of Israel, the Savior. They have and they shall be ashamed and also disgrace all of them that shall go in confusion together who are makers of idols. But Israel shall be saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Amen? And it says that, you shall not be ashamed or disgraced forever and ever. For thus says the Lord, who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who have established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be uh, inhabited. I am the Lord and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I did not say to the seed of Jacob, Seek me in vain. I am the Lord. I speak righteousness. I declare things that are. Um, assemble yourself and come. Draw near together, you who have escaped from the nation. They have no knowledge who carry the wood of their carved images and pray to a God that cannot save. And pray to a God that cannot save. Verse 21 says, tell and bring forth your case. Yes, let them take counsel together. Who has declared this from ancient time? Who has told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no other God besides me. And uh, I am a just God and a Savior, and there is none besides me. Amen. 23 said, look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. I have sworn by myself. Amen. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and all shall return. And... um and, and and shall not return. Excuse me. Let me read that again. Verse 23 says, I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that to me 
every knee shall bow um, and every tongue shall take an an oath. Some some uh, section says, and every tongue shall confess, um, right? He shall say, surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. To him men shall come and all shall be ashamed who have increased against him. All right, so I would read um, um, to 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 her men shall come, and all shall be ashamed who are increased against her. In the Lord, all the descendants of Israel shall be justified and shall glory. God bless the reading of his holy word. I read in your hearing. Um, Isaiah chapter 45 in its entirety, uh, entirety. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. I haven't been on the air broadcasting in, in oh my gosh, so many months. Or so, um, you know, a little um, stumbling here and there, but um, please forgive me. I, I know the scripture by the back of my hand, you know, I read it all the time. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited as to, I had to get on, on the air, and, and because I have to make this announcement um, before uh, January 31st, and that's tomorrow, because today is January 30th, I had to make a report to the Federal uh, Commission, Election Commission, you know, and um, it, for uh, 2023 report. And, and um, so I'll read um, the, the, the letter, uh, I'll find it and, and read it out loud. And um, But I wanted to, to read that, but I also wanted to um, just what I'm going to do today is I'm going to take down one of the plaques because literally my hair has grown, you know, all the way down to my knees, okay? <laughs> I am a part of the Long Hair Club. <laughs> In Jesus' name, man. Um, this this um, segment is how to grow your hair naturally you know, God's way, you know, and I've been little by little given little tidbits of what I do. And, and, and so some of the things that I use is um, a clove, definitely clove, you know, um, and, um, you know, I just boil the, you know, olive oil is in here. Uh, and I uh, actually burnt the clove because I kept it on a little bit too long. Um, and I put it in my scalp, you know, and then I also have, this is clove in here, liquefies clove and water, and you know I spray my scalp, you know, with the clove, you know, daily, basically stimulate the scalp. And always, as you see, you know, I'm always um, massaging my head. Um, then, you know, I put the olive oil, you know, also on the hair, the regular natural olive oil. I'll put that as I anoint my head with oil. You know, my cup runneth over. And I put olive oil on the hair, and and um, then I use different things to moisturize. And you know, I have um, shea butter. Uh, I use shea. I, I use um, just different um, moisturizing um, things. Uh, shea is one. Olive oil, jojoba oil, coconut oil, lots of different oils I I will use, and then. Um, and also I will use uh, aloe, 
And and one day I'm going to buy the aloe and, and bring it so you can see. And just basically just put it all over my scalp. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take down this one plaid. I'm just gonna literally take it down while on on the air. I'm gonna take down. I had my hair has gotten so long and thick that I literally have to just do one or two plaits at a time. Because as I said, it's literally down to my knee. I was telling my husband, could you help me untangle this? <laughs> it, got, it got tangled up. I was looking at uh, this uh, lady was saying, you know, to do protective style, and she twists there. And, and so I tried to do a twist, which was two, two sections, you know, of hair, and, and twist it. Well, when I did that, it got knotted up like crazy. I, will, I told the Lord, if you help me, God, to untangle this. I will never ever twist hair again for the rest as long as thou lend me breath for the rest of my life. Oh my God. Um so I usually just really just basically um do three, you know, you know, in the Caribbean islands, Jamaica they say plat, you know, the plat. Uh in America they say braid, you know. Uh, or in Jamaica they say uh, cane row and in America they say corn row, you know. Africa, they they, um, they they call it. Every country has different um, way they they pronounce, you know, what they're doing with the hair, and and so it's just really even untangling, untangling and taking out. I have the um, what they call the protective style on top of my hair, right, and and so the hair is is within the protective style. Now, some people would say they just use their natural hair, but my mom would say, why do you put something over your hair when your hair is long already? Uh, Americans say long hair. In Jamaica, they say tall. Your hair is tall. <laughs> really amazing, right? you got the British thing going on. and So um, when I'm talking, I'm going to just go ahead and take it down. Then um, what I had to do with one of the plaits that I was working with, uh, which was this literal this front one here, um, I literally, once I finished this one, I already braided out and everything. And once I finished braiding it, you know, it was it was so long, right, I had to, you know, went down to the knee and I had to, I folded it up back, you know, so I had it out to here, you know, and, and then it continued down, right, it was so long, you know. And so I, I folded it in half. I fold it back up to the hair because it was down to the knee. So um, when I was, um, and then I put the protective braid over, and I was, I did the twist, and um, I was twisting my own hair without. I didn't do the protective um, braids on top. You know, I just did my own hair, and I just did a twist. You know, just you know, two things down, and it got. Um, you know, since I folded it up, I don't know. I was trying to take it back down. It got twisted up. And so I sent my son pictures of your mom and you had the hair. that You had this knot inside, you know, I was trying to take it down. I was like, you know, I, I just, so then I put the the, um, the uh, protective um, braid over it. And I said, I'll deal with this another day. <laughs> this was too much. I was just so through. So I prayed, God, please tell me. Um, so I found um, a, a hidden secret 
in taking down the hair, and you that have dread, you know, some people have dread block or whatever, you can literally, if you want to ever go natural or whatever, you can literally, um, you can, um, if you want your hair to come back where you it's no longer locked up, you can literally unlock it. And so what I discovered, what I discovered was, was you know, the pure um, vinegar, vinegar, you know, and I'm I'm gonna put it once I finish taking down the the, the flat. I'm gonna put the vinegar into the hair to get rid of all the dirt and all the grime. It's absolutely amazing, man. Um, and so when when you when you comb in the hair, you can literally, you know, if you want to detangle your hair from that section, you know, that that needs the new growth, you start, you know, you put the the um, vinegar. Let me just do it while I'm saying it. I'm just trying to not um, delay too much on time because um, I have so much announcements I got to do, the annual report, the annual report. So some people have already sent out an annual report of what um, we did. One one of the companies the Lord has allowed me to form. As you see, I'm, I'm doing sections, and the back has not been done yet. I haven't gotten to it yet. I got about 21 more plaques to undo, um, but it is just getting to be so long. It's just crazy length, and I need, you know, it takes a lot of time. As you'll see as I'm untangling how much time it's taking just to take down the one braid, the one plaque. And then after that, I, I still have to wash it out and condition it and, and, and you know, blow dry it out. So I, I came to the conclusion I'm just going to do one plat at a time because when I would go to the beautician, they, you know, like two, three, four, five of them on my head doing the plat, right, taking it down. And then, you know, we have to wash, condition it, blow dry it. After blow drying it, then rebraid it back, you know. And if I wanted, um, um, you know, to press it out, you know, they, they have the iron, you know, I have to use the pressing, you know, to press it out. And then when it's pressed, they have now flat press now, and you can put some um, some kind of chemical in the hair. So when you press it, it stays for, you know, a week or two, and, and it's not chemical. I don't do any of that. I just, it just It's just too much. So, But if I press it out, the, um, the hair um, will, you know, so see now I'm at the natural. And so this section here, it literally is just full of... Um, I don't know if you can see it, but you can see it's just knotted, right? And, and it's just basically dirt. So what I do is I take the the vinegar. I showed you. Um, it, this is just white vinegar. I just take the vinegar, and um, I just put it on directly onto the scalp, and I'm massaging that section, you know, because I'm stimulating the thing, and then. You know, then I'm putting the vinegar all over the hair. I'm putting it into the dirt, the buildup, dirt and grime. You know, and then I'm like using my finger to un to get rid of the excess dirt, oil, and since I put all this um, different um, oil in moisturizing the hair, you know, you have all of that buildup. And then, you know, you have dirt of the day. And with the protective style, 
as they are calling it now, is a thing with the protective style. You you know you you have where the the plat started. You 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 have built up of dirt, so it's there. So that stays, and I'll leave it there for about five minutes or less, and then I I do the whole hair. You know, and I, I just do the entire hair. Let's see, it's getting longer, <laughs> as you see. So then I would put the aloe right behind the vinegar. This aloe, you can use the aloe plants, or you can buy the aloe gel in the stores. They have it now. You know, they make aloe into a gel, and they sell it in a bottle. You know. And just using the aloe within seconds, you see that it's opened up the dirt. The hair is looser, like immediately. The aloe is, you, you can't play with aloe, man. Aloe is just a bomb. And I put the aloe the same way as the vinegar all the way throughout the entire hair shaft, all the way to the end. Okay? All right, so... And since I don't have a full camera, you know, you can't see how, uh, but it literally is the length of this, this one plaque down to my, my knee as I'm sitting, right? <sighs> and it's all natural. It's not, no chemicals in my hair whatsoever. It's all plant-based. Because vinegar is basically apple that has um, fermented over time. And that's all it is. It's just apple. So, yeah, it's a wonder, man. Vinegar really is powerful. If you drink vinegar, it's going to clean out all the gas out of you and it's going to clean out all the fat that's in there and the acid. It's acid on your stomach is acid. It'll just calm, you, calm it down and it'll get rid of all the bloating. It's just really powerful to drink vinegar. Um, I usually do vinegar when I drink it with uh, lemon, lemon or lime, to get rid of that. That oh my gosh, vinegar is strong, man. You don't want to even give it to your worst enemy. It's just so strong. So what I do once I have it in there for a little bit, I work it in, I work in all the areas that might have extra excess dirt, because the dirt is the is the thing that forms the knot, right? And and so. And I'll go back with vinegar, and then I'll go back with the aloe, this, this, and untangle with my my fingers as I'm working the dirt out, and just pulling the hair gently without um, breaking um, anything or damaging in the hair. Okay. And after I do this, I leave it alone for a while and just let it, I go about my day, do something, and then I'll come back and then I'll go in and, and wash this section with running water, wash out the vinegar, wash out the aloe, and you can see it's, it's opening up and I'm literally able to, within seconds, you see how it's detangled. I haven't used comb yet. <laughs> okay. And so I would use this, you know, like a little baby thing to, you know, massage my my scalp. Always massaging and getting, working this this stuff in to that section. Massage, massage. And um, I have to use like a big comb 
and and I use different different instruments to brush that stuff out. You know, I brush that, you know, constantly uh, exfoliating stuff that's in my my scalp with the vinegar and the, and, and and the aloe. And then after I wash it out, um, I then put the the clove oil, and this one this one is clove oil with olive oil that that I um, made the clove into liquid, uh, the oil from the clove, and I put it onto the hair. I'm just going to go ahead and do it now, but I want to wash it out, you know, and I just put the clove all over the scalp and all over the hair, all the way down to the hair shaft, all the way to the bottom you know, out the hair. Man, this thing burnt. I can smell the burn, man. Then I would use the the other shea butter, other moisturizer. I used to use just Maxa Silk. You know, that's one co- company I used for a long, long time until I, you know, started just using all natural um, plants. You know, the coconut oil, just different things. It depends how much time I want to spend with the hair. Okay, so while while this is um, moisturized all the way to the end, like I said, it's just you put the vinegar on there to detangle it, all the tangles, and so everything the comb can literally <laughs> go through the thing that got knotted up with the dirt. Little by little, just gently bringing it all the way down, 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 down. And I'm going to continue with the broadcast as I um, make my announcements. Oh, my God. Yeah, so this is it. It's not here. All right, so, um, yeah, so we're going to continue. All right, so the announcement for today for um, the Federal Election Commission that I have to do the report is this, that um, um, I have not raised the $5,000 requirement for, um, you know, raising $5,000 for the election for the President of the United States, you know, because I'm running in that office. Um, and I was on the Republican platform, but then what happened is I changed to Democrat platform. Um, before I was independent, then I moved, you know, since I was always a Democrat, as a, um, I mean, sorry, as a Republican, as a voter, I, I went on the Republican platform. And then I was uh, told out of Florida by, you know, um, a very powerful young lady that um, support me, you know, don't you run as a Democrat, you know? And with all that happened, you know, the past four years um, prior um, to this current um, administration, I I really literally left the Republican Party because of all of that uh, chaos that was happening in America. And uh, that was a very hard decision for me because I like staying and sticking to 
things, you know, I don't like jumping all over the place, you know, although I, I have my hands in many areas and doing many, many things, God has blessed me, and, and uh, I'm like a baby in the sandbox, right, always just creating stuff. So I um, literally, yeah, went um, and signed on as a Democrat, but nevertheless, the the Federal Commission, Election Commission, they you have to report every quarter or something. But if you if you don't raise the money, um, you don't have to report anything. But at the end of the year, you have to give an annual report. So I'm doing it publicly online. Then I'll submit the paperwork because I have one day to submit it in and um, get it faxed in. Um, yeah, that I did not raise the five thousand dollars. But you know, as I said, you know, when as president of the United States of America, should America decide to choose me, the Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, I will only require my salary to be one U.S. dollars every year. I would like to get paid my one dollar because God has me. God will sustain me. Uh, I pray. I'll seek His face and will bring America to a position of peace. My position is that um, peace is, is, is well needed around the world. I, I got a couple phone calls from different countries, people in different countries of the world, and saying, are you going to run for president? Are you still running? Are you still going to do it? And I said, yeah, I never took my name out of the hat, you know. I don't have to do the things like everyone else, because you can write my name in, you know, as a write-in candidate, you know. I, I'm, I put my name as a write-in candidate. You can write my name in. <laughs> you know, write-in candidate. Are you on the ballot? No, you know, you write the name in. And and so I'm very excited about being in the position that I am, that I'm more flexible than the rest. Um, the only backing that I have is God himself. And as you see, as I was reading Isaiah uh, 45, he backs me up, you know, and he's he a good God. But I, my position, my posture is that I believe that because I do support Israel and everything because of God's word and he's his chosen people, I want Israel to repent of all of their sins that they have committed and all the atrocities that they have committed in their mortal body. That's the individual person as well as the governing body. Um, why? Because the nation needs to be healed. God's word say Israel will be, um, you know, salvation is there, but I need you to repent. Once you repent as one nation, the, the, the kingdom of Israel, repent of their sins and repent with a godly sorrow, um, you know, God will hear and he'll heal you and he'll bless you and continue on. And no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, right? Um, I am just, that so excited about that. But since I live in America, I also have to act America. Americans, you have to repent of all of your sins committed in your mortal body. Because the, the body doesn't belong to you. It belongs to God. Everyone that's in America, we're we are just a, a really awesome made up of many, many cultures. We have the Japanese. We have the, who have made America great. Uh, they fought against America, and then they came and built up many beautiful buildings in America. You know, the uh, Asian community, the Chinese, I mean, they work hard and 
from the the railroad and to you know cooking the rice and um, just just really every Asian individual I would say that has worked in America is a multimillionaire. You know, by the age of 72, they have $3 million in their bank account, and that's a small account, you know. Um, they save 20, um, 80% of their income. When they have a dollar, they only live over 20, 20 cents. They save 80 cents. Some save 85%, you know. Hardworking people. Um, we have America is made up of uh, Hispanic uh, people from all different countries around the world. Great people, you know, some want to get away from their current, they don't want to leave their land, but they have to because of the, the suffrage that they're going through. So they, you know, do illegal acts and climb fence and, you know, risk their lives and just trying to come to America. And so many countries, all 53 countries in Africa have called me and said, when are you going, are you running for president? We want you, you know. But they can't vote for me. I need the American people to vote for me. If America votes for me, and I am, that's a job I've applied for, uh, you vote for me, we're going to win every battle. And we will win the battle of the economic scale of being debt-free. Within four years, America will owe no man anything. All debts will be settled. Amen? Because I trust God. God backs me. You know, God fights for me. I've seen him, and I've seen the work of his hand. And you see the word, as I was reading in Isaiah chapter 45, God was in, in the Bible. He was talking to a, a man um, called Cyrus, and he made the Persian king very wealthy over a whole, almost all the world, you know. And um, so God can do many things, Right. Um, and God, you can call on God and, and ask for peace, and you will have, we will have peace. The lions will sit with the, 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 the sheep, you know, and the lions will stop eating meat. And they said that that will happen in the end of times, in the days of days. And they also said in the Bible that there will be wars and rumors of wars, and, and so we're in that time now, Right. And so, when, uh, you know, we have World War III happening. We have the Asian people with the Russians, and they all coming against Israel. But I'm here to say and put all a massive warning to all the kings of this world that I sit in America. I represent America, and I alone will fight against you because God got this right hand right here. God personifies me. And I am a soldier in the Army of the United States. If the President of the United States will call me and put five stars on my shoulders as a general of the Army of the 91st Battalion, because I want Psalm 91 to roll with me, we will come against you. So we're ready. You know, I also served in the Air Force, United States Air Force. I served in the Department of Defense. I served at the War Department for almost 10 years at the Pentagon. So all I know is federal, and I know how to win. And as a matter of fact, I do win every battle since I was born. So I'm ready. You want World War III? We are. America is ready. America will defend Israel. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, a lot of people, you know, have been hurt 
and so forth. You know, um, it's always seen that the the people of Israel has done a devastation, atrocity, and to kill children. But sometimes the Bible says God has told the leaders to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Children, women, get rid of the beasts and animals, you know. Um, sometimes we have to do that. America has done it. Many times we just bombard, man, and we kill. We destroy and defend for peace. If you want peace, you have to have war. I am a soldier in this army. I'm in the army of God. And as the, you know, archbishop of the, you know, my king's service, hey, we're ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. I've always said that. I don't have to push a red button. As a matter of fact, you see me coming, you, you know, I'm, I, I call myself one of my mantras. I'm a tortoise. I'm a turtle. You know, you see me blink my eyes. Yeah, I blinked it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I go real slow. I'm stealth. You know, we go into battle. We're ready. But I need America to be ready. I need America to repent of all their sin, every sin. Everything that's not like God is a sin. You know, you think wrong, that's a sin. You know, bad breath is sin. (laughs) Brush your teeth, man. So, as I'm saying, we're ready to rumble. And all the presidents, the sitting president is my commander-in-chief, whoever sits in that chair, you know. I'll, I'll back him. I'll back every president. And by the way, America does not want any woman to be president of the United States, especially one that doesn't have a clue what's happening with current events. You know, I was listening to someone that's representing the Republican Party, and she said that America has never died. What? She must be out of her mind. Ain't nobody going to vote for her. I'm trying to tell you, nobody wants no white woman in office as president. I'm trying to tell you, no Anglo-Saxons? No. They don't want it. Hillary Clinton was the best. And Donald Trump stole the election from her, literally stole and smiled in her face, stabbed her in the back, man. And she stood there like shocked out of her mind. <laughs> she was the first lady with Bill Clinton and everybody. No, come on now. With Monica Lewinsky, come on now. You know, with the Altoids, you know, he didn't even know if he had sex. I had oral sex and didn't know he had sex. Huh? I didn't do that. Really? You came, man? You came in the White House, no office, and she had it on her dress. She came a millionaire with that. She blessed her family indeed. Let me tell you something, people of God, since I represent the church of the living God, I need the church to back me in this. If you want the president of the United States to one that God listens to, one that God will do what I ask him to do, because he says, command my hand, I'll ask God for peace. The whole world will be at peace. And nobody, all the ten kings of this world, not one of them will want to fight me. Because, see, I I, I don't play fair. (laughs) I'm going to totally eliminate, annihilate you. You know, your weapons of mass destruction, what is that? Where is it? I'm still looking for it. We never found it. I was in the first Persian Gulf War, and they all surrendered, man. My sister's coming. (laughs) We don't want to fight against her. So I'm here to say I am running for president of the United States, and 
Did I miss the date? I don't know. I mean, the Federal Election Commission, you know, they wrote me and said, hey, you got to report. I want to hear from you. See, I told the master during the um, September of 2004, you know, that was 20 years ago. I said, you're going to need me. You're going to need me because the, the thing that's coming to America is a supernatural spiritual warfare that only I will be able to win. And all of America is going to be behind me. All my troops are going to be behind me. See, I don't need them in front. And as you see, God's word says that they will be behind me. Nobody will come in front of me. I'll have my military hat on with the cross. You know, I'll go back in uniform. I need the president to call me. You call me, I'm, I'm ready to go. We will win. America wins. The United States of America wins because I sit here. I'm in this country. I'm in this nation. I was raised in America. I am from Jamaican heritage. Yes, the Constitution of the United States will allow me to be president. I am a voting um, member, uh, and I am a citizen of the United States, and um, I represent in the federal government in every quadrant of military might. Air Force, Army, served in the Navy as a DOD teacher, Dodge teacher there in Europe, in Iceland, and I served with NATO. You know, and I served at the Pentagon as a civilian, the personal assistant to the Secretary of the Army and the Assistant Secretary of the Army and all his executives for almost 10 years, right? And they won't ever let me retire. I'm the United States Army chaplain. They won't let me retire. I, I, I'm never going to get a pension. But if um, our sitting president, you know, call me to office and, you know, I'll be right there reporting, yes, sir, ready. He's my commander-in-chief. I'll tell them what thus says the Lord. And God says we will win. He told me that. We will win. You call me, I'll go to work, you know. And I will not lose not one soldier, airman, sailor, not one ship, not one submarine, not one vessel will we lose. No one will get hurt on my watch. Amen. America will have peace and America will be debt free. And I come with no apologies, by the way. You know, when I was running, when I made the announcement to run for president um, in 2000 um, and um, it was uh, 16, you know, it was like I had a target on my back and people were coming at me left and right and they were hurting my poor little feelings, right? Because I said I was going to show America God. I'm still going to show America God. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to recant or repent of that because it's God what America needs. America children are starving, and we send them billions of dollars to some country who has 2,000 bullets. We need these billions of dollars for American children in the East Coast from Mississippi to Arkansas to Maine to California. We have homeless people in America sitting right there at the White House, you know, not paying rent or paying taxes. What? You know, in some people's backyards. They even took over my house in North Carolina. They took over my apartment. They filled it. I evict them. They filled it. (laughs) 
praise God and bless his holy name. I got it like that. Amen. That land and people living on my land in, in, in Jamaica, my, my, my house and land, and they're not paying any tax. They live on me, man. That's God. It's the blessings and favor of God. It's on my life. Uh, I'm filthy rich, and I don't need anything from anyone. That's why I said my salary would be $1. That's my report. We haven't raised any money because I don't need to raise any money to win the election. The people of America will vote for me because God told me that in 2016, that all the people of America with one voice will ask for the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia Karen Banton Bates Smith Abrams Almasi, with all her degrees at the back and all her accolades at the front, the right reverend, right? We want her. The people, 53 countries in, in, in Africa has asked me to, to, to run for, for president. And the people in Japan is asking me. The people in China is asking me. Yeah, the Chinese people, man, sending me a message. He's sending me a text, sending me an email. I've got a chat message going on. And, you know, the, 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 the Royal Republic of Korea. But then every country is asking me to run for president. I'm like, you know, I know what these people in America were trying to do. They were trying to hurt me. You know, you know, you know, trying to sideswipe me. You know, you know, sending cars after me and trying to, you know, destroy me. You can't touch this. You can't. You can't hurt a child of God. You can't. You can't destroy the anointed of God or the person that's blessed of God. You can't touch. He said, "Touch not mine anointed and do my prophet no harm." God will destroy you for me. So I'm trying to say this. I am running for president of the United States. I'm making it very clear, the 2024 election. Write my name in. I'm not putting any money into it. I'm not asking money from the Republicans. I'm not asking money from the Democrats because I, I trust no man. I trust only God. And I have no money to put into it out of my own pocket. <laughs> I don't need none of that. I got God. And if I have God, you have God. America has God on its side. And America is back in Israel. I will forever back Israel, right? Because I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in God, the one true and living God. I believe in the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Catholic Church, you know, they they try to, you know, conquer the whole world, you know, with Alexander the Great and all that, with Christianity, you know. But whatever it is, I got to know Jesus, right? And J.C. is my big brother, you know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And he's not dead. And a lot of the uh, imams and everything, the Muslim uh, nation is telling me, you have people talking about this dead God. (laughs) He's not dead. He's alive and well. Yeah, he's risen. And, And I'm here to say that. But I can I can sit at the table with any religious body and not offend any one of them. You understand? You know, you you worship God the way you you see fit, and that's okay. But as far as this nation, you know, I I will defend this nation, um, and I have defended this, and I've proven it. I, I sit in uniform. I stand in uniform. I, you know, I'm a military might. You know, and and um. I'm a very gentle giant. I speak very softly. I speak God's word. 
I start speaking the Holy Spirit, that's when I get loud, you know, I start speaking the word of God, man. <laughs> I get loud at that, you know. Um, but I, I believe we're going to be okay, America. America, we have to help each other. Right now, the economy is so tight um, because the stuff with that nonsense with the COVID-19 lies and things that they were trying to, you know, inoculate people with things that they don't even know. Ten years from now, people are going to be coming up with some. The lawyers are going to say, if you took medicine in 2020, please come see us. We have a lawsuit, you know. So um, they don't know what they put in that stuff. And I was saying just salt, just salt and some lemon, you know, natural herbal remedies. You're going to be okay. So anyway, so anyway, my hair now, you know, as I was saying to you how long it's, it's gotten, it is it, it's, it's long, man. It's just ridiculous long, man. It doubles up. You know, it's down to my knees, y'all. And just, um, yeah. I'm learning how to plait my hair. I'll never twist it and it has to be braided or plaited. <laughs> I'm going to wash this out after the broadcast. I'm going to wash it out with water. And then uh, once I wash it out, I'll basically put the aloe back in to the hair, put more aloe. As you can see, uh, the hair has really just really gotten more looser and everything untangled while it just while it just sat there with the vinegar. Um yeah, you know, just put some more vinegar if it still got knots in there. And they call us naughty dread. <laughs> naughty dread. Naughty dread. Yeah. Conga bunga eyes. I and I and I, right? Not to I, that's me. So yeah. It's so funny, my 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 grandmother she's from India, uh, and uh, she 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 has the Indian hair, you know, born in Jamaica, but you know, the background, you know, the Indian uh, there. She she has that um, this beautiful hair, man. My hair now is longer than my grandmother's, man. I'm trying to tell you, you know, and if you know the Indian people, they they always plait their hair up and you know keep it in one big plait, and the Asian people do that and the, Chinese, you wonder why they always plait their hair so long, why they plait, and they braid it because it's so rich and thick, you know, it's just absolutely beautiful, and you too can have your beautiful hair and just take care of it, you know, um, um, I want to encourage every woman out there, man, you guys are the personification of beauty, you know, um, you just are, just, you're great people, um, also, I want to announce, I did send out this in writing, the, uh, I will be having the Sukkot 2024 in California. The Sukkot 2025, we'll be having it here in Washington, D.C. at the, the Ritz-Carlton. I want everyone to come. We're going to release some, uh, a few apostle elects to be apostle, uh, anoint them, and install them as apostle. And uh, Dr. Um, uh, um, Valerie Ann Seabury should be installed as an apostle. And um, also the prophetess Pastor Denise Wellington is an apostle. And um, then also um, I've been asked to give from my King Service University, uh, we will uh, also issue out some honorary doctorate degrees to um, 
few individuals that have worked hard and um, well-educated women uh, too so far. And if you know of anybody who you'd like to honor, please let me know. The cost is $5,000 United States currency for your um, honorary. And you have to be in your robe, you know, you've got to walk it out, you know. And um, you have to be, we're going to march. And I just asked two gentlemen, it will be the first time in United States history that we will um, have a, a male archbishop and uh, they uh, are speaking with God and uh, we will be installing two gentlemen, one still waiting to hear from the Lord, but one say, I'm ready to go. You know, We'll be promoting um, also one of uh, beautiful um, radio broadcasters from Evangelist and, and um, putting her aside as uh, Apostle-elect. I'll be promoting, I would say, oh, thousands of individuals um, in 2025, between now and 2025, because God is now, it's time for promotion. It's time for you now to lead and help your community, especially with what's going on. Um, each neighbor has to knock on the other neighbor's door and ask the neighbor, you have not and ever spoken to them, See if they need bread, um, water, if they need anything, clothes, give them what you have. And they, too, need to give to not just receive. Everyone has to, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Everyone has to, everyone. Um, because if we don't help each other, you know, we're worse than our own worst enemies. We've got to take care of our neighbors. We are our brother's keepers, right? And as far as Russia, they need to stand down and leave Ukraine alone and all the land that Ukraine has. They're brothers, right? Yeah, man. Um, I'm not sure why China is fighting, you know. I don't know what the problem is. I do understand why Korea is fighting Korea because the North Korea is hungry. I was, I was stationed there, you know, I was at the demilitarized zone right there and, and at, at um, Dondegu in Pegu, you know, the Republic of Korea, the, the southern side, the peninsula. I was on the southern tip of um, uh, the Korean peninsula. And I understand, you know, and I understand what Jap- Japanese did to the Koreans. And it was horrific, man. Um, but all these great people and all these great, you know, countries, you know, um, everybody wants to eat. Everybody needs to eat bread. And I believe if we feed the people, we're going to be okay. Everyone needs to start planting their fruits and vegetables if they have a backyard or if they have no yard. We have to plant food because you go to the stores and the the um, produce are so expensive and they're wilted. They're old before they even get to the store. And you're buying them for... Ten times the price. As I said in 2008, if we don't take care of our truckers, the price of everything going up. Well, what I said in 2008 is now happening. You know, we did not take care of our truckers. Price of oil is going up. Why is it going up? There's taxes added on to it. Some people are just greedy, y'all. So those that are in power and are greedy, they want more money. They're never satisfied. They're just not. Well, I'm a billionaire. I want to be a multi-billionaire. Well, who's going to pay for that? The consumers, African despot will pay the bill. We're the consumers. You didn't know that. 
How much wealth do you have? Why do everybody want your money, your liquid money? Everything has gone digital. Well, the digital ways, they don't have any money. They need your money to keep the bank going. What I'm saying is this. We need each other in every aspect. Now, my next report um, I did send out was the report of our our company, God has blessed us now. Um, And I I just thank God for the woman that knocked on my door in September of 2023. And now, for the first time, I'm really confident to hire 14,000 individuals. 7,000 would be American U.S. citizens with as a W-2 starting salary from $17 an hour to $36 an hour to be my dispatcher. And um, for international students, I'll be hiring up to 6,600 international students to come to America to help me as concierge, you know, um, and working at the ports and uh, in dispatching, you know, um, and I thank God for the government contract that I'll be signing. So got to fulfill these jobs, and, and I just thank God you know, that you have been patient with me as we create this awesome corporation. I am selling shares of this, the, the company. I sent a, a letter over to Edgar, uh, over to the Security and Exchange Commission, and, and told him I need to raise X amount of money. Um, and so with that being said, I have to do a fundraiser and sell the shares of my company, My King Services, up to sale, y'all. So the lowest amount that uh, of shares that uh, um, you can spend is uh, $250. $250 you can own a, a share of $64 billion corporation. Okay, that's what Miking Service Company, uh, the, the worth and the net worth of it is. And, uh, and that's just to hire a few people. But we can literally employ everybody in America. We're very excited with the World Wide Web and uh, the um, e-commerce and the, the where we are, the things that I've created over the years. Uh, we personify greatness. Everyone can be said. Everyone can have the job. Um, my overseers and recruiters not only get $1 for everyone that they recruit, but they'll also get a salary of $57.77. Um, I'm sorry, $0.78, cents, okay, per hour, right, as my recruiter, um, so that we get the best students out there um, in the age group. It's from age 11 and up. Um, the 11-year-old to 17 has to have a work permit from their school, and the um, college students, we have to have verification that you are in school. You're in school uh, there in your country, and that's a global hire. You know, I'm very excited uh, about that reach. And, um, yeah, so um, I just thank God for this Holy Ghost boldness to be an employer. And then each and every individual that buy the share of the company will become owners of the company as well. Yeah. Don't didn't want to give that up, but I have to because I need you. I I don't owe anybody anything. I owe no man anything. And and um, if if I did owe you something and I didn't pay, do not expect to receive it. <laughs> you know, I didn't owe it. You know. 
or you did something that uh, was out of order or illegal to, to hurt me or harm me. I'm not paying that. I will never pay. They'll, they'll say, she won't pay. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if the rent keep on going up, I'm going to ask everybody to stop paying rent. You know, because, see, the thing is, people don't seem to understand that people um, can't afford those high rents. They just can't afford it, and that's why they're living off the grid. And they, they're making tiny houses, or they living in, under a bridge or in a tent city and all this other stuff. So, you know, we cannot afford these high rents. We, we are hurt in America. Americans are hurt in Americans, and only the one percenters are, are, are being justified. I don't think God likes that. And so um, I'm saying if the rent keeps going up, just stop paying it. You will be evicted. Yes, please find another place to live before the eviction comes because it will be done within four months. You will be evicted from the property that you're in. But in, while you're there, just don't pay the rent because you can't afford it. You got to take care of your children. You got to take care of your household. You got to eat and, you know, do cost of living. You got to go to work. Stop paying the rent. I told that many, many years ago, just write chapter 13, write chapter 11, write chapter 7. <laughs> just do bankruptcy. Just like the Bible says in Genesis, just, just bankrupt, right? It's okay. Because you got, you'll get everything back. God will give it back to you. You know, just don't do it again, you know. Yeah, it'll hurt your credit, but what about credit? You can't buy anything anyway, right? And the cost of living has gone up too high, America. And America is hurting Americans, and, and it's just not right. Only a few of you are living over there, and they're living there, and I don't want to live in that side. And all. This is America. This is America. This is American citizens that are hurting, you know. Um, and we don't want a president in office that lies to us or that doesn't follow the rules. As commander-in-chief, you have to be the first one not to inflict a riot or cause anyone harm. You're supposed to defend the Constitution of the United States of America like I, I do. You're the commander-in-chief. I mean, you're the first, you're the highest-ranking military officer that we have, but you are in civilian attire. You're running the, the, the armed forces. You can't lie to us. And you have to follow the rules, the rules of engagement. That's what we run on. That's the only way we know to razzle-dazzle, go right or go left, go east or go west, go north or south, or just stand still or, you know, back it up. We got to go in one formation, not just, you know, scatterbrain and like a chicken with our head cut off. We're not that. We're American. We're the army of one. That's what I was taught. And the Air Force, aim high. You know, that's, that's how I was taught, you know. So, no, we don't want any commander-in-chief in office that is not following the rules. The rules of engagement was made up by men um, that personified greatness that wanted us to be free from tyranny, free from the monarch, monarch, the king, free to have and practice our own religious ways of being at peace with God. Um, they wanted us to have freedom so we can be equal, uh, 
you know, you know, although, you know, some people thought that some men was not created equally. They were a third of a, of a man. Or, what? what kind of nonsense was that thought? But there was that. But still, all men are created equal, you know, we're flesh and blood, right? You bleed, I bleed. And the blood is red. <laughs> and every, you know, your skin color, uh, your tone, you may have very heavy melon, deeper you, and lesser, lighter you because you didn't get enough sun or something. You could be as white as my hand, the back of my hand, and even a little whiter than my palm of my hand, you know. You have no melon. You can't even tan, but your blood is still red, just like mine. Your hair may not be as kinky as mine. It may be straight or thick and, you know, but God made you. He made me. He made us all, man. You, I have brown eyes. You may have red eyes or yellow eyes or green eyes, or, you know, or charcoal eyes or, you know, pink eyes. <laughs> So anyway, back to the hair, it's, it's still coming, it's loosening, it's, it's really getting looser, and that's something. So that's why I was saying when you when you when you have the dreadlocks, you know, you can literally untangle all that naughty dread stuff, little by little, and just don't twist it back with wax. And little by little, you don't have to lose your locks. You just you little by little as it grows out, because your hair will grow with the aloe. Uh, your hair will grow at least one. You know, like from from your top of your thumb to right here every month. When you use the um, when you spray the um, this is the um, clove leaf. When you spray it, and you gotta spray it on all the ends of your hair into the tip. When you use the clove leaf with oil, you know I, I got the olive oil in here. With the clove, you know, just really close. And if you eat the clove, it just ignites you, man. You just really, really got a lot of energy in here. Um, you know, you put it on the hair, you your hair is just going to grow like crazy. You put it on the scalp, it's just going to stimulate. And you always, always massage that, you know. Massage the hair, you just massage. Then you drink lots of water because you need water for growth. You need water to flush out all the impurities out of your body. So your hair will grow. Literally water will make your hair grow. And you, I, I discovered um, that the hair mask, um, even mud, you know, they, they were, they were selling mud in the store. You put mud, you know, on your, on your hair that also helps your hair to grow. You just leave your hair alone and, and then plant it back up. So as I said, after the broadcast, I'm going to wash out all this, all this, and then I'm going to put all this stuff back into the hair, um, so that you know I'm keeping it moisturized, and then I'll I'll plait it with the, um, um, I, you know, it can plait it by itself, but like I told you, what happened to the center one? I plaited it by itself, and it got tangled up. When I did the twist, so I'm not going to do that again. I'll just put the uh, extensions over it and and just protect it, and uh, and so the hair will um, under the extensions 
is protected, and um, and that's basically what I'll be doing. And you know, I'm going to make my hair grow down to my toenails, y'all. So I'm going to have this long, lots of hair down past my buttocks because it's, it's it's at my knees now, right? And so it's going to go all the way down to my toenails because I know it can be done without locking up the hair. We don't have to. Our hair is great. God created us from the beginning of time. We're the first people, you know, the African despot, the African-American, the black race man is the black man that he found his bones 60 million years ago. And the black woman created all of us. You know, whether you're black from the deepest you to the liliest white, you came from a, a black person. We all are brothers and sisters in the Lord. And if you want to acknowledge your father or not, you know, people have a lot of hard time with their dad, you know. Dad don't know or have a clue what he's doing, made errors. And, you know, he does so many different things. There's different reasons why people are angry with their, the man or, the you know, the boy that become a man or, teenager and father and he left or he was there but he didn't he was there but didn't work he was there with had alcoholism or he was there but he was he, he was perverted and he was taking advantage of the children taking advantage of the wife he was beating her up he had baby mama drama there's so many things that men go through or they are a man that don't even know that they're a man and they want to be a woman. And they, yeah, men are just a trip, you know. That's why women are so great. Woman power. Woman, yes. We wear many hats. And, and we don't have to be coming, you know, wrong. Just come, come right, you know. Women are, are great. And um, I'm going to make many millionaires with the company you that decide to put, you know, your trust in God and buy a share of this corporation, you're going to help me to hire the first 1,000 students, man. I'm so excited. And, yeah. So next report that I had, I didn't write it down. I'm just um, trying to remember. So I gave you the the Federal um, Election Commission. I've, I've answered that call. They wanted to know if I was still running for president in the 2024 presidential race. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. The Archbishop, the Right Reverend, Dr. Marcia, Karen, Rosie Banton Bates, Smith, Abrams Almasi. <laughs> yes, she's been married four times. Yes, I got baby mama drama going on. Yes, you know all of my stories. As a matter of fact, you can't write no story about me because you've got all my history, right? It's on radio, broadcasting. It's on the World Wide Web. It's on video. I don't let it all. I spilled the milk and told everybody about me. But there's nothing you can harm me with, with words about me. I already talked about it. It's, 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 it's no news. It's dead, you know, coming. Oh, yeah, I found something. Oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, she already told us that. Mm-mm. Next. So um, I'm not perfect, but I'm so glad I'm not perfect because I can understand a braving mama drama. I can understand, you know, I can understand even a woman that's barren because I hadn't had not had a child in a long time. You know, last son that I had was um, 30, over 32 years ago, and God took him, and um, we, we established a church. 
So the, the son God took became a church of the living God. Ain't that something? That's my baby. And now the company of the, the transportation company, now we're going to hire people, man. I'm just looking forward to that. And every government contract I'm going to sign on and win those contracts, y'all, because I'm African-American. That's far. Yeah, man. I, yeah, was disadvantaged, disenfranchised. Yeah, yeah, you give me that contract. <laughs> I got some people I need to employ. Give me that money in Jesus' name, and we're going to do well with it. Amen. And I'm going to even pay myself this time. Yeah. No longer taking a dollar. But as president of the United States, I just want $1 from the American people. I think you guys can afford $1 to pay me <laughs> as I run this nation and point you back to God. And that's all I got, pointing us all to God. And I'm going to be praying, fasting. Every day I'll be on my knees, not in weakness, but asking God, the Holy Spirit, to lead and guide me into all truth and the spirit of wisdom to tell me what to do with such a great nation that I, I, I will be the president, the first female president of the United States that everybody says yes to? Wow. That's a, such an honor. I'm serious, y'all. And and from the West Indies, Jamaica, man, Yaman, Yaman. You know what Jamaica will do? Man, the Idrins, yeah. <laughs> Jamaica rules, man. Yeah, yeah, all my people, man. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to be on this broadcast live. We're on radio. We personify. We have so many people. According to Google and Analog, uh, we have over 100 million viewers viewing everything I put out there, everything, all the ministers that are online broadcasting. We got private private ministry going on. Um, but people are listening in. They're tapping into our stuff. They, they're tapping. They're spywaring us, man. They're cyber networking us, man. They, what are you doing? I can't get in. I can't get in. <laughs> she left us out again. <laughs> Trust me, everything to do with computers and stuff, I know I created that stuff. So you can't mess with me in cyberspace. You can't touch this. You understand? Because the United States Air Force taught me everything I needed to know to protect the church of the living God. So you come in and try to infiltrate. You know, they they, they kind of shut out. They try to shut us down the other day, man. We couldn't even get online because the phone systems weren't working. You know, they're trying to mess with the word of God going forward. Our operation is 24-7, seven days a week. 365, the word of God is going through and gone forward. And as we put the stuff there in the archive, people are still downloading. So even when we could not go over the telephone to call in, people were downloading even more. They wanted to hear the word of God. So our robots got it. Artificial intelligence was still sending forth the word of God. Ain't that something? When they tried to shut the church down during the pandemic, because that was a, a, a lethal attack against the church. It wasn't against anybody else. It was against the church of the living God who was speaking the word of God, and they were coming at me. They are coming at me. No other church were they coming against. They were coming against my king's service, man, because we're talking God's word, and we're not kissing butts. We're not. I'm not. Not kissing hands, not bowing down to nobody, not making any apologies, telling you about God. Thus says the Lord. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear that about God. What? They don't want to hear God. 
You know, she's, she's exposing us. No, he's trying, he's trying to shut us down. But then people were still downloading like crazy. We were online. We started broadcasting. People started figuring it out that mom operation. The church got bigger. And the church got bigger, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. So God only needs one, and I'm here. I'm here for America. I'm repeating myself. I'm very excited about being in the 2024 presidential race. And, um, you know, if the Democrats that are in power right now that want to stay in power, they want to keep their seat, what they have to do is declare war. Congress and the House of Representatives and the Senate must agree with the President of the United States and declare war and call me back to active duty because we are ready. You understand? And you will sit in power because all jobs freeze in the federal government from the top to the bottom. Amen. All the federal, all the state, and every governmental body job freezes. Everybody on military, active duty, have to stay there until this war is over. If you're talking about a real war, don't do like what Bush did and just he ran by himself, declaring war as the president, you know, in first person golf. It wasn't even declared by Congress. The president did it. And I was in that, and I got wounded, man. I got wounded. War wound, man. First Persian Gulf War, and we won, okay? So what I'm saying, we're going to win this. If you want Democrats, if you want to stay in power, okay, this archbishop is telling you how to win the election without even have to get one vote. <laughs> the president that's currently sitting in office needs to declare war against the nation that is trying to hurt us. And I'm ready because I'm telling you all 10 nations that are out there, I don't care if you're $14 billion strong, that is nothing in the eyes of God. That's nothing. Your wealth doesn't mean a thing. Don't you worry about a thing because I'm coming at you. Uh -uh. I ain't worrying about you. You don't give me no goodies and stuff. Like you give him Jay-Z stuff. What are you trying to do to a black man trying to give him stuff? Make him look bad? We don't need your stuff. Black people, the black race, are the greatest race ever. The black African-American this far from Africa, we all over the world who personify greatness. As a black man, it's not the first time we're doing stuff. We started stuff. We wrote stuff. We had the first university in Africa. <laughs> Go back in the history. Look at Mother Africa. Mother Africa is the bomb. She is something else. Mom is here. <laughs> and I'm a mama now. And all the moms of the world. They got me, and I got them. Because we women rule, man. Women rock. <laughs> and all, all women are my sisters, you know? Every race, every creed, every culture, man. Indians, from the Indians, the red Indians, to the Indians over India, to the black Indians, the black foot, you know? So I'm just saying, you know? They talk about Columbus was the first to discover America. That's a lie. A black man from Africa. They they came over on on, on the, the boat that, that they made, you know, from from a tree. They was rowing, 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 rowing the boat, man. And they came from Africa to the Americas, to the West Indies. They discovered Jamaica first. Call them the Maroons, man. Never enslaved. The Americans on the East Coast never were enslaved. Some people don't want you to know that. Not every African-American were enslaved. 
the slavery was a great way for everybody to come across the, the Atlantic Ocean, right? But not everybody traveled that way. And it was the worst thing that ever happened to black people. It was worse than the Holocaust. Yeah, the Jewish people, you know, the man tried to, the, the Jewish guy tried to kill Jewish people. He was, he was out of his mind. He called him Hitler and he was a Jew. You know, he had black hair, but he wanted everybody to be blonde. What? He had black hair and brown eyes and he wanted everybody to be blonde. That's the superior race. Really? Because he didn't like himself? He was a Jewish mother. He was a Jew. And he's trying to kill all the Jews. I don't get it. It was terrible. They burned everybody up, and they, you know, and they went like sheep, man. It was, it was an atrocity to the human race is what happened in the Holocaust. Okay? I'm not putting anything little, nor am I anti-Semitic or any of that. I mean, I, I, I worship Jesus Christ. He's a Jew. So don't tell me. You know, I'm having issues with the Jewish nation. I want them to repent. All Israel has to repent of the sin. God says, repent of your sin, and I'll roll back. I'll forgive you, and I'll bring it all back and bring you back in power. Jews is the first nation that ever was not a nation, and all of a sudden they were a nation again because of one guy that fought the battle by himself in his tank. They call it the one-day war. And he didn't even know he was the only one doing it. I'm telling you, the Jewish race is a great race, and everybody hates them because they brought forth and still are bringing forth the word of God. And they're protecting God. And they, they, you know, God chose them, and the whole world hates them for that. What do you mean they're blessed of God? What about me? I'm blessed of God, ain't I? Well, yeah, but God chose. You know, God, you know, it's like parents, you know. Even though they don't say it or whatever, but the mom always like go to one child more than the other. Why? Who knows? You go to your sister more than the other sister. It's just human nature. I don't know. The father always choose one of his sons over the other. Not not trying to do that, but it's it, you know you just kind of get along like you know even even if you're not even in the family. You have a girlfriend or, or, or a boyfriend, you know, nothing sexual or anything. You just a friend that happened to be a girl, a friend that happened to be a boy or a man. You someone that you can talk to, that you relate to, and you can just pour out, right? And and and, and they can pour, or maybe they just listen. You know, who knows? But there's always somebody on this earth that you. My mom would say, "We're not going to get along." <laughs> We were just the opposite. I'm loud and she's very quiet. My mommy, the only time my mom made a lot of noise when she was like, hey, Tom and Dust, man, the whole church was like, okay, where'd that come from? She freaked the whole church out. <laughs> where'd that come from, man? Little, little tiny lady, man. She was four foot. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Spirit hit her, man. She had the anointing of God, man. Just a pure and perfect mom. I thank God. Anyway, I, I think I did all the reports. The church is in good standing. Uh, we're in good standing in uh, every state, the state of North Carolina, the state of Maryland, uh, the state of Florida. Our transportation company, um, Mike and Service Transportation, is in good standing. I'm ready to hire people. I just need your help. 
need y'all to buy these shares so I can pay uh, to uh, petition for these 1,000 students that will come around the world. I don't know where they're coming from because the woman that knocked on my door, she said, I ain't doing it. We need that much money. That's two million Jamaican dollars. I ain't gonna ask. Uh-uh. I just, just don't, don't, don't ask me anymore. I'm like, well, God used her to be a blessing to me to ask, would you employ my people? You see, that was God Himself. She was a chosen vessel to deliver the word to say, Archbishop, now you can employ my people. Will you do the job? I'm like, I went on my knees. I'm like, God, are you trying to tempt me? What is this? I'm ready, and we are ready. In personification, I'm going to sign that government contract, y'all. I'm signing federal contracts. I'm signing state contracts. We can do it. We can operate 24-7, seven days a week, transporting goods and services, running guns, man, whatever. You know, we going to war. We're running some guns, man. We want in weaponry, weapons of mass destruction. We got <laughs> I done found the weapons of mass destruction, and it is it is I. <laughs> Woo! Let me not play with this. I'm serious. I'm not playing, y'all. One of the archbishop chiefs, well, the only archbishop, I'm the, the first archbishop in the United States. The second archbishop in the United States, she said to me, you have to, like, tone down a little bit. You need to be more, like, female, feminine, like that. Just, you're just too rough. <laughs> I'm like, it's tough love, man. It's tough love. Amen, because I, I need America to be great as she is. Not great again, great as she is. That's my slogan. I need America to be great as she is. <laughs> Amen. You can't touch this MC Hammer. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if there's questions. I got people in the chat room. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you know, it's like I really thank God for all you that support me and your kindness and, and goodness to me and trying to understand me as I give you so much plethora of work to do <laughs> because God has given me, you know, he's given me things to do. And now I have to delegate and disseminate this wealth that God has given into my hand. I, a great steward of wealth, you know, now I'm giving it to you to help me. So the numbers, I wrote it out to one of the, um, the, 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 um, ministers, one of the doctors overseas, because uh, he was interested in the, um, um, what did I give the numbers? Anyway, those that are interested, I'm calling an emergency meeting, an urgent meeting, you know, I want you to meet me where, you know, as the executive office, where God has given me um, to us to meet. We, I want you to bring your swimsuit, your, you know, so we can swim, you know, after the meetings or, or swim before the meeting. Um, exercise gear, you know, you're going to work out, you know, we're going to just chill. We have a party. We have a potluck. Bring, you know, we can cook there. We got the grill uh, or we can cook in the kitchen, whatever, you know, we'll just, you know, buy some groceries or whatever and, and just, you just just live in large and we can watch TV or, you know, if you guys want to use the computers and stuff like that where God is allowing me to have the headquarters in uh, Maryland is just really the bomb, man. It's just I, I'm just so humbled. Need y'all to come to see what God has done, and um, we we're gonna make decisions on how to run this company. Yeah, I need you to tell me how to run the company because you will be owners of the company, amen. You'll be owners of the corporation. 
Amen. And um, it's going to be a great corporation. And we will personify greatness, man, in our transportation business because, you know, nobody else would do it like how we're going to do it, you know, because you're going to tell me how to run it. You'll be on the, the board of directors um, and you will tell I need to do and how we're going to make sure um, that, you know, everything is done decently and in order. So basically the church is going to be running this for-profit company because it's 100% for-profit. It is not a non-profit. Mm-mm. We're making money, y'all. Billions. We're making money, money, serious money, um, and we'll be able to feed our people. God's people will be fed. Amen? The children of God will not have anything because God's word says that King David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. And we got it. We're going to bring the money back into the church, back through the transportation, and you're going to dispatch other people to go out there and get it, pick up and deliver. You know, one of the things I, I was saying, oh, I'm not going to run guns. Well, when I was uh, 18 in the Air Force, I, that's what I was doing. B-52 bombers, stealth bombers, you know, the the G. Um, the B-52G series, the H series, the f 14 the f 15 the f 16 the F-4s. I mean, the, you know, the C-5s, I was running guns and people, weapons of mass destruction at 18, man. I was handling it. I was sending up stuff to the satellite dish so we can inspect and watch you as what we're doing now, you know. We were just sending all this stuff in the satellites up. Amen. I mean, seriously. And, uh, and and I was on the flight line and the only one there because everybody else was like, she'll do it. She'll handle it. They trust me. You know, America trusts me. And, 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 and that's why I know it's the greatest empire in the world. We are the eagle, right? And if we are free from sin, because sin is only a blight against you, your own body. You know, like I'm telling you how to grow your hair and stuff. So it goes down to your knees, so it goes past your backside and going past your knees and, 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 and down to your toes and stuff like that. You can sit on the hair, you know. Well, you have to take care of it. You got to literally baby each strand of hair, literally take it apart. You got to be gentle with this stuff. You got to be gentle with your body. And the same thing I'm telling you to do with your hair the same thing you put on your face. You put the, the aloe on your face. You know, you put the aloe there, and it's cold. And if you really want to keep your man, you put the aloe on all his muscles. Okay, that's another. Okay, we'll, we'll do that broadcast another day. Then. Only ladies come back. <laughs> I'm going to teach you some stuff. Why in the world do you think I've been married four times? I never chased not one man. Four husbands. They love me, and they love me. They love Marcia, okay? The Bible said a man that finds a good woman finds a good thing, right? I think that's the quote. Isn't that a quote? Psalms, a virtuous woman, something. Somewhere in there, it's the man who's to find a woman, not the woman to find a man. And I know there's less men available because some men want to be a woman because they want to be found, I guess. I don't know why they want to be a woman because we've been going through some all kinds of stuff. We got, you got, you know, every month there's a cycle. I mean, really? You want to deal with a cycle? 
Really? You can bleed into seven days? Really? You really want that? Mm, I don't know, man. I don't think they understand that. Then they want to have a baby. You want to have a baby. You want to actually want your body to blow up out of portion. Just, just, just this, you be disfigured. <laughs> just like, you know, I don't know. It's just blowing up. Really? Your womb just grow and stuff like that. And then the thing be kicking you on the inside. And you can't even, don't know which side to sleep on. You can't sleep on the front. You can't sleep on the back. You just have back pains and side pains. You know, like this hurting. And like 90, the nine days. No, wait a minute. What am I saying? 40 weeks, 42 weeks of a pregnancy? That's what a man wants? They don't have a clue. What is it? about a woman that a man would want to be a woman. I don't know. She's totally confused. She has issues. She has PMS. She changed her mind all the time. <laughs> and you think she's going this way, but she went that way. I don't have a question. confusing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Men are logical. I don't know why a man would want to be. I haven't gotten that yet. But, you know, maybe, you know, they wish they were. So that's why they are. I don't have. I have no idea. Can't figure that out. But I do know it's an abomination, right? That's a word. It's against God. Against God didn't create you to be that. And God makes no mistakes. So anyway, um, any other report? What else? The church is in good standing. Oh, the financial report for the My King Service Bank, My King Service University and Bank. I was going to give you a financial report. I got really excited about our bank and trust. Um, let me read that one. Uh, hold on one second. All right. Miking Service University Bank and Trust. How much money have, do we have in the bank account? Come on, open up. Is it all open up? Okay. Yes, here it is. Um, the Miking Service University Bank and Trust uh, invest in um, you can invest now, as I told you, with our transportation company that just started. This is our report for 2023. Um, we we fall under the federal regulation um, under the SEC, which is the Securities and Exchange. Um, we can raise money um, from non-accredited individuals, uh, non-accredited investors, and we can raise many, um, um, have many in, in non-accredited investors to put money into our account, and uh, they can take ownership and, and and so forth. So it's really excited that we will be raising $64 billion, right? And so um, the invest in, you, you can invest um Annually, you can invest monthly, you can do one investment. And as I said, uh, we will give you the total disclosure and stuff like that. But the lowest investment is 250 United States dollars. And um, just doing the simple math, um, this is uh, what I told the SEC, uh, Securities and Exchange, uh, that we are going to do. You will be signing uh, um, a memo memorandum of understanding, and you'll also be signing the um, FEC um, form that we have to present to the SEC. You'll also get that. You have to notarize, 
and then I sign it. It's a notarized document that explains to you what your share of the company that you purchased and what it's worth and the value and so forth, the percentage of the share. It explains it in great detail, and you sign it, you notarize it, you take it to your attorneys, uh, make them look at it, pay them to review it and everything. They'll get some good ideas. <laughs> and um, so you'll be signing those documents, and then you'll be issued a certificate, um, a share. Um, please do not give the share back. Because 30 years from now, I will go to you, uh, ask my son and my grandson, to go back and get all the shares back so we can be whole again, right? But, um, yeah, it, it really um, breaks down everything. So you can invest um, as little as $250, 3000 um, you know, 50000 250000 you know. But when we go up into the higher money, those are accredited investors. The difference between a non-accredited investor and an accredited investor is that an accredited investor have invested before. They understand there's risk. When they put their money, some they may not get a return on their investment. There may be a loss and stuff like that. And a non-accredited investor is uh, they are not people that have invested in anything. You know, although there's some people that gamble and stuff, they make mighty risks with their money. But they're basically non-accredited. Um, but they're putting money in to the slot machine. But they're gambling. You know that they'll get something, a return. But this is a legal binding agreement that we will, the company, um, in the, you're putting the money in our bank that will grow. So once we have $3 million, we will get our own routing number, routing ID number from the SEC. Um, and, you know, so we'll have our own bank. We'll, we are a, a digit, we're looking to be a digital bank where you have your own card. It, for the bank, you can put as little as $5, you know, but that's not an investment. So you can have a $5 savings or $5 a checking account and a money market account or a certificate of deposit. You can do as small as a $1,000 certificate of deposit. Um, and, uh, and we would do a certificate of deposit up to seven-year term. Okay, and the rate of return that we'll guarantee would be um, like 5%. Um, so it's very long. This is like if you want the report, it's four pages. I don't have enough time on this broadcast to, to go over it. But um, you will have uh, the, the trust contract, like I said, the um, um, memorandum of understanding, and you will also have the, um, the investment. Um, document if you choose to invest. Um, now, I will issue that out. It's four pages of this report, so it talks very detailed how we are able to raise the money under the Securities and Exchange Rule 506, A, B, and C. Okay? A, B, and C is talking about the accredited investor and the non-accredited investor, which I just briefly explained. Um, we will go on the stock market. We are a private company, um, so we are approved to raise as much money as we want, right? I'm very excited. So the goal is $64 billion to raise, and that's, that's really good. That means you give $250 
down as this is the share amount that you want to take ownership of the company. It will be 200 and, and, and um, it will be worth a percentage over numerator will be a number, which is equal to 250 United States dollars over $64 billion, which is the denominator. So it's a fraction. So you're going to get a fraction of the company. It's not one share. It's a fraction of a share. Okay, so if you want to have one share, you have to give $64 billion. Um, so the $64 billion over $64 billion equals one. So if you, if you, if you buy um, one share, if you put one share is equal to $6 million, okay? So $6 million going into $64 billion, you know, these are the amount of investors I, I need. So, therefore, um, we can raise the money and, um, you know, petition for 1,000 um, uh, uh, overseas students to come to America to work just for four months, uh, seasonal workers, um, and very excited about this. And so our bank is, is really looking good. Uh, with our bank, you also have um, a card. Um, you can have a debit card, and I don't care what your credit score is. We'll, we'll give you a card, which is a credit card. It's not a secured card. It's a literal credit card that you can use to raise your credit scores with. If you actually engage in four deposits once a week, your scores are going to go up, 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 and up, and um, you'll have online presence in the banking system, you'll have just everything. You can um, get a car, you can get, you know, you, you know, you can take a loan from the company, um, the bank to, you know, get your, your house um, and all of these different things. And then this, this, we won't say no to you or anything. So it's really exciting, some exciting things exciting thing. But again, you're getting a loan from all the other non-accredited investors to get you your house, you know, and, you know, and you you will sign an agreement that you will repay the loan. And if you don't, we will foreclose and take the property back, sell it, and you'll be out of that property. You will no longer own it and so forth. But I'll teach you how to take a 30-year mortgage and pay it off in three years, okay? Fifteen. Uh, seven, and uh, I already have those information online. I think I have it. Uh, you can pay it off in five years, but now I, I got um, I've figured it out. You literally can pay your house off in three years as well. But um, we will have those type of training, and um, just really excited about the university. So the university, we have our accreditation now. Uh, so Miking Service is accredited. So those who have received uh, their doctorate degree in the past. Um, we, you know, can get a report if you, you're going to go to uh, employ somewhere else or whatever, and you want to, you know, they, you want proof that you've had a, a degree, uh, Miking Service will be able to issue your transcript um, from the accredited university um, and bank. Um, so, yeah, so if you have questions about that, I'll send you this report as well. Uh, it's the annual investment report for the Miking Service. Um, looking forward for the bank to grow, um, you know, and um, yeah, that's it. I think those are all the reports that I have for you today. Uh, and again, thank you for listening to the broadcast. Um, this 
I ask you for your prayers as I, you know, respectfully do what God has called me to do. Uh, I believe he's called me and, um, you know, and, and I thank God that he's chosen me to, to you know, uh, help America to be great as she is, you know, America. Thank every military person. Thank you so much for your service and every civilian person that runs this nation. I thank you for your service. And I think all the ministers that are doing ministry in your own right, in your churches, um, thank you for your faithfulness to stay encouraged, stay encouraged. I know it's a very lonely uh, vocation to be a minister, a man or a woman of God. It's not, you know, everybody comes around. You're usually not invited to, the, you know, to, to dinner, you know. Then you're like, guess who's coming to dinner, you know. Oh, no, not her. Oh, no, not him. All he's going to talk about is the, the blood of Jesus or you repent. Or, oh, God, I don't want to hear from that person. So it's not a, you know, um, you see it happening with um, so many of the, um, the uh, forerunners of the Bible. They were not invited to the table. <laughs> King David was not invited to the table, man. And, um, but you are the anointed one. You're the one that is appointed to do God's perfect will here on this earth, and that is a great position to be in, um, to lead your people that uh, you love. Um, so, again, um, Happy New Year. Uh, looking forward for Valentine's Day. It's coming up. Please, sir, please, man, go see Bob Marley. He has a movie coming out, his sons and his daughters, and, you know, all his family has put together this movie. It's coming out on February 14th. And I talked about Bob Marley because um, he, when I listened to his songs, um, he died in when I was stationed at Luke Air Force Base in 1981, um, and I was in the uh, on the flight line and uh, just counting parts. And I was in the warehouse at that time, and and I stood in uniform just counting. And they made an announcement over the you know the the loudspeaker that um, Bob Marley uh, died today, you know. And I was like, it hurted me, you know, because I I was like I heard his music all my life, you know. And um, so 45 years now since his death, his music has just gone even more greater. And it's like he made this reggae music and it went across the world. But in every country, every nation plays reggae music. And because of this young man, um, and he was slighted by his father, he rejected by his father, right? And um, his father was a white English man. Um, but not only that, he just played his guitar and, and the voice, you know, and he started singing. Um, but his mother was a Christian woman because she took him to church because I listened to his soundtrack and he had Exodus. Exodus is in the Bible, movement of God's people. And he talks about Jah, which is Jehovah, and Jah is the name of God. And every one of his songs was personification of the word of God, like um, if I had a wing like a dove, as in Psalms, um, and, you know, he literally sang the word of God, <laughs> and he was really like a, a man of God, but he was in the form of a Rasta, a Rastafarian, and he was talking about Haley Selassie, you know, the, the last king, um, that Ethiopian king, uh, black man, king, and, and, and who never had 
children, by the way. But um, yeah, I don't think he did. I don't know if that's correct, but but I, I don't think he had a son. My history of, of, of Haley Selassie, but um, he not only talked about Haley Selassie, but he always talked about God, all his music, um, and I think that's why God just brought him so much fame and power, you know. Although he was the people singing, you know, Bob Marley and the Wailers, we only hear of Bob Marley. So if, what I'm saying to you, men and women of God, go to that movie if you consider it, uh, February 14th. Uh, it's called One Love. Um, but listen to his soundtracks. You, if you personify God's word, God is going to make you great over all of them. Amen? He's just going to lift you up into many high places. I have one minute left. Let us pray. Father God, I, I just present your word back to you. Thank you, God, for your words. And I found in Isaiah 45. Thank you, Lord God, for your people everywhere. Thank you, Lord God, for the report of the Lord, the presidential report, and um, reminding me that I got to answer these reports on time. And, and I thank you, Lord God, for the report of the university and our bank and the transportation company. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Bless the people everywhere. Those that are in bereavement, I pray for them. Heal them right now in the name of Jesus. Those that have lost a loved one, those that have been hurt in any way, in every way, war, broken, bruised, disgust, um, malnutrition, many things, I pray for them. I pray for peace, Lord God, a peace that surpasses all understanding as we, we, you, we keep our minds stayed on you. Thank you, Lord God, for this broadcast. And I pray many will hear it, download it, and, and send it forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for being in the chat room. I love you guys. I send you a round of applause and kiss. I love you all. Take care, and I'll see you online, this station, same station in another time, in Jesus' name, as we do what God has called you to do for such a time as this. Amen. God bless you.